This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Turning now to your health and cannabis, the lockdown has undoubtedly made many people turn to the plant for recreational use, but medical cannabis can be extremely effective for conditions like arthritis and chronic pain, to name just a few. I'm going to give you the numbers if you have questions or if you have comments about what you've been using it for. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And I'd like to bring in Dr. Arash Tagvai, who is the Apollo Cannabis Clinic's Manager of Clinical Affairs. Hello, and thanks so much for joining us. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. So um, uh, we're in the midst of a time that is very stressful, and I would imagine that that kind of stress makes conditions like arthritis and chronic pain even worse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're in a time that I would call unprecedented. Oh, yeah, you and a lot of other people. Is, yeah, there's a lot going on now that we have never had to deal with in the past. And it's undoubtedly, like you mentioned, affecting a lot of medical conditions, right? a lot of mental health involvement. And obviously, people are looking for some form of relief or some answers to the, to the conditions that they are faced with. So, uh, again, something that we've come across recently a lot in our clinic. And so what would you say the, the top three uses at your clinic for medical cannabis are? Well, first and foremost, one that you mentioned, chronic pain. I'll, I'll address that one first kind of an umbrella term. We know chronic pain can be caused by several different conditions, but obviously that's one of the main places where we see patients come into our clinic, addressing chronic pain and giving patients an alternative treatment option, as opposed to the, you know, the, the traditional treatments that are in place, gives us you know, a lot of success with the patients that we see for chronic pain. Second to that, I'd probably say um, insomnia, <laughs> sleep, that's a big one for us. A lot of patients will tell us, well, they were well, they, after, before they came to Apollo, they were uh, having unsuccessful trials with separate medications or different medications and are now sleeping better than ever. Of course, when someone sleeps well, they have a good day after that. So it's leading to an overall increase in quality of life for a lot of patients who are attaining it for sleep purposes. And probably the third one, I'd say, is mental health. Right? And again, the epidemiology is in. We understand that a large percentage of Canadians are affected by the ongoing pandemic. And medical cannabis gives them... Um, an option to address these problems. What what kind of mental health issues? Oh, all forms, right? All sorts. We would see anything from uh, anxiety and depression. Uh, we would see uh, panic, uh, general stress. Uh, there's a lot of different forms of mental health that we deal with in clinic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to get high, right? No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. In fact, a lot of times if a patient does claim that they have any forms of euphoria with their use of their prescription, we consider that a side effect, right? That's a, that's a missing dosage. We would have to go to an alternate form or reduce the medication that they're on to make sure that they're not feeling those effects. 
And uh, there's also uh, a lot of people, they don't want to be smoking the stuff. Uh, so uh, is it oil or what are the most common forms of cannabis that you prescribe? Well, the most successful form of medical cannabis is the ingested form, the systemic form, right? So we would have capsules or oils would be the primary discussion that a patient would have with their doctor during their consultation. Um, we don't recommend anybody smoke anything in our clinic, right? That's not really a, a good medical practice. So we ensure that patients who are attaining benefit from the inhaled forms are doing it the correct method, which would be, you know, discussing with them Health Canada approved vaporizers and other devices that patients can find benefit from. But of course, nobody is taken that way unless there's a reason for that. And that would be something that the, uh, the doctor would consult with their patients. Mm-hmm. And how important is it to have the right strain for the right condition? Very important. Very important. Like any other medication, cannabis has multiple strains that are available for, for patients once they've attained a prescription. So like all other medications, we have to start somewhere, but we always tell our patients where we start is may not, will not necessarily be where we end. So trial and error is, is required for a small amount of time, like any other medication. But once we find the right strain, we find a, a tremendous level of success with those people. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the different strains or the, uh, of cannabis, of medical cannabis? Well, off the top of my head, what I would talk more about than the specific strains are the forms of CBD and THC. Right now, there's a lot of people out there that know those terms now. They're, they're popular, right? They're, they're spoken about. But if we would look into certain strains that were potentially balanced for sleep assistance with the right amount of CBD and THC, or if we look for uh, a, a pure CBD strain for addressing pain in the daytime, that's kind of the approach, that's the, the, the direction we would take for looking for strains for, for set conditions with patients. And CBD is the active ingredient that controls the pain, and THC is the stuff that gives you a high. Well, CBD and THC are both molecular compounds that come from the plant that can have a medical effect in our body. Now, it's always dose-dependent. There are people who use CBD and attain success, and again, it is considered the more related to pain components of medical cannabis, but THC undoubtedly plays a role in pain control as well. Again, it would be dose-dependent on, on the patient, and, and we'd have to learn that from their biomedical profile once we tried it. Mm-hmm. Let's begin with Maria in Whitby. Hello, Maria. Hi, Libby. How are you? I'm fine. You? I'm fine. Thank you. I have some question because um, I have a hard time getting in to see my doctor. Um, I have uh, had a knee replacement uh, 10 years ago, which is doing very well. Uh, but my right now, my right knee gave out on me over the summer, and I really have a very hard time uh, walking. Um, had an X-ray on it, and he said doesn't show anything. So, um, but I know the pain is there. So I don't want to take any medication uh, like anti-inflammatories because um, it's no good for my stomach or it's giving me like um, uh, bruises. So I try to do. Um, uh, something natural. So I was thinking of trying the CBD, which I hear so much about, and I was trying to read up on it also. Um, is um, is the regular medical, um, can they describe it, or I have to go to a specialist, or how would that work? Um, Dr. Tagvai? Hi, Debbie. <laughs> Great question. It's Maria. Um, Maria you're talking oh, to I'm Maria. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Maria. Um, Hi. I'm going to take your question on in a couple of different, uh, I guess, ways. 
first, uh, the knee replacement for the left knee, and now you're having pain in the right knee. It sounds to me like a bit of a compensation is going on. You're starting to put a little more pressure on the right knee, and the pain Absolutely. is starting. Mm-hmm. You mentioned some of the side effects that we hear about all the time in clinic, right? An mm-hmm. upset stomach, uh, easy bruising. These are some of the, the side effects that are felt with traditional pain medications, ANSIDS, to be more specific. Um, uh, that, mm-hmm. that, that lets me know that, you know, potentially your system is, is not doing well with those medications and that medical cannabis could be an excellent treatment option for you. So mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. osteoarthritis of the knee causing chronic pain is a lot of what we see in clinic. As far mm-hmm. as you having to um, attain a prescription from your doctor, what I can tell you is that any physician has the authority to prescribe medical cannabis, but not all physicians are aware of how it can help or the method in which they should prescribe it. So mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. where Apollo can kind of rise above and, and best fit your needs. We always mm-hmm. like our patients to be referred to our clinic, but we also accept walk-ins. So it would be quite simple for Uh you to make an appointment. And also, just Uh to kind of cap off, because of the federal guidelines that are in place for the pandemic, we do offer our appointments now fully remote. So you could call in to speak to one of our physicians or healthcare professionals. And that way we would be, you know, abiding by the rules of social distancing and and all that in place. Got it. Uh Uh Got it. Mm -hmm. Because it's been ongoing since uh, August now. And it's just getting worse and worse. Um, I'm doing exercises at home um, mm-hmm. just to keep it moving so it won't stiffen up. But um, um, I find that it's just uh, some days are better than others. Today, not too bad, but yesterday I could hardly walk. Yeah. CBD is also a documented mm-hmm. anti-inflammatory. So if we mm-hmm. did start the medication, we would address your condition in two fronts. One would be dealing, dealing with the chronic pain or dealing with the, the pain that you're going through daily. And the second, after a continued use, we would address the inflammatory process of osteoarthritis. So, again, we could, oh, it could I help see. on a couple of fronts with your condition. Okay, Maria, mm-hmm. I hope that yeah. answers your questions. It did, and thank you so much. And I love your show, Libby. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Appreciate that. Okay, let's go to Walter in Hamilton. Hello, Walter. Hello, how are you? Fine, go ahead. Okay, my problem is uh, I have severe pain with the sciatic nerve, and boy, can that ever hurt, as well as problems with uh, arthritis. And I'm not a computer guy. Is there a phone number I can dial and call so that I can get this information uh, as to what to do and find out what type of cannabis, if any, could be of some help? Um, yeah, um, uh there, there is, I guess. Um, uh, should we do that? Uh, do you want to call uh, Zeev after the show or uh, Dr. Tagvai? Do you, do you want to give the phone number real quick? Well, I can give, yeah. uh, uh, you mean, uh, give me the phone number right now quick or my phone number. Which one do you want? Uh, no, Tagvai. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you our clinic number, Walter. It's 416-840-5991. Again, they will... You'll just be connected to the booking team. They will no. connect you with okay. a... One, four, one, six. And what's yeah. the rest of it? Eight, four, zero. Two, four, zero. Eight, four, zero. Eight, four, zero. Five, nine, nine, one. Five, nine, nine, one. Because oh, okay, I want to know what I can do with this thing. And uh, uh, I don't use computers because I'm completely blind, almost completely blind, and it's very hard for me to use that stuff, so I, I never got into it. 
and I sure appreciate your help, and I will follow this through and see what I can do with it, and I wish you all the very best. Okay, all the best, Walter. Thanks for your Thanks, call. Walter. Okay. Uh, Brian in Mimico. Hi, Brian. Hi. You know, for years I've been saying that they never should have made uh, cannabis illegal in the first place, and now that they've finally made it illegally, or made it legal, actually they're regulating. It's not so much they made it legal. But, you know, now that the facts are all coming out about CBD in particular. Before, it was all about smoking it to get high, and that would relieve your pain in that. But now CBD, I have a license to get, buy that, and it's great for taking care of, care of uh, you know, pain in the joints and everything that I use it for. And I think it's been an absolute crime that this has been suppressed for so long, for decades, maybe 75 years now, that people could have been using this instead of drugs from Big Pharma, much more successful in the use of CBD. And I think, like I said, that's an absolute crime that this has been suppressed for so long and held back. Well, it's been legal uh, for two years recreationally, and medical cannabis has been in use longer here in Canada. So um, I'm glad it works for you, Brian. Thank you for letting us know about that. Thank you. Okay. And Jerry in Mississauga has a legal question. So um, go ahead, Jerry. Uh, we'll see if we can answer. Yes, I know that it's okay to have it here. A lot of people, especially snowbirds, that have it and take it with them crossing the border into the states. It's not legal in the states where it's legal here. And I have seen numerous times people being stopped, taken out of their car at the border in cuffs, interrogated and everything. And finally say, oh, you, you only got a small amount. We're going to let you go. But you end up with a record. Is the government going to do anything to get together with the American government to make this legal, the medical uh, marijuana, so that people don't get to have to go through this if they mistakenly cross the border, like if they go to Buffalo to go shopping or Niagara Falls to go to the American Empty your pockets first, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I say to the government, good luck with that, maybe now that there's a new administration. But, um, uh, yeah, if you're crossing the border to the U.S., I I don't know what people with medical cannabis prescriptions do. It's legal in some states in the U.S., but you can get banned for life there. Um, It's it's a real, um, I I wouldn't. Uh, Dr. Tagvai, do you have anything to add? Yeah, well, the prescriptions that are given here in Canada are uh, federal, right? So we can go anywhere in Canada with them. You are told the prescription cannot be taken out of the country because this medication is new. Everybody's coming around to it at their own time frame. I can only speculate about the future and its legalities, but like you mentioned, Libby, a lot of states are moving towards legalization of medical cannabis. It's just a matter of fine-tuning the process and going through it and, and making sure everything is in place again. Yeah, but just I, I, because I don't know it's too much more about it, but uh, that's I, what we tell our patients. I can tell you that just because it's it's legal in the state that you mm-hmm. might be going to, if you have it at the the border, it's up to the border guard, and they can ban you for the com- for from the United States for life or whatever because it is not legal federally there. 
it's it's always best to follow the rules in place. If, <laughs> yeah. if you have a prescription for medical cannabis, you should not cross any border with it. And that's that. That's where we are. Once there's an update for that, I promise we'll be the first to share it with everybody. <laughs> okay, Jerry, thanks for your call. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yep. Let us go to Sharif in Mississauga. Hey, Sharif. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, good. I'm phoning. I have inclusion body myositis. I have some kind of muscle inflammation. Is there anybody that could help me with that thing? I'm suffering with that thing for five over five years. Yes, Sharif, inclusion body myositis is, is a very, very rare condition. But what I can tell you is the angle of medical cannabis would be to help with the pain that you are experiencing and potentially a long-term anti-inflammatory result as well. Now, this would not be a medication that would be recommended to be used independently with your condition, but to use in conjunction with other medications, or I can, I can kind of say in adjuvant with other treatment options, this can potentially help. How could I get that thing? We would first need an appointment. Um, I think Libby is going to be sharing our information at the end of this show. But um, we can make sure that you have an appointment with one of our healthcare professionals to discuss next steps and attaining a prescription for your condition. Uh, you're going to have that on the end of the program, right? Yep, yep. We will, yes, uh, one way or another. And the end of the program <laughs> is uh, coming up very soon. So uh, just, Sharif, make sure you have... A, uh, a pen or a pencil with you. Uh, we'll we'll give out the number again before we sign off. You know what? When you I try to I try to get uh, I tried to get the number, but I didn't get a chance to catch it. Okay, but, just okay. Um, but I'm gonna wait when you announce. Okay, number. that's fine. Okay. Okay, let us uh, take a call from Anne in Etobicoke. Hello, Anne. Hi there, Libby. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, my husband, uh, this is directed to the doctor. Thank you for taking my question. Um, my husband calling. has a rare uh, cancer, a salivary duct cancer. Um, he has pain, which uh, is managed, semi-managed with medication, but his problem is sleeping. Um, he sleeps uh, off and on, and his appetite is very low, and um, it, the cancer is uh, like it's spread to the throat, so his uh, one side of his face has lost um, the nerves, so his swallowing is a challenge. So my question is, could cannabis help him in any way? Um, uh, yes, is the short answer, but let me expand on that a little bit. When it comes to medical oncology or anything to do with cancer, our physicians and, and our team of medical professionals would want to have a, a full medical history in place, and then what we would do is move forward with a personalized treatment plan to best suit your husband's needs. So we can help with some of the pain. There's a component of medical cannabis that can help with appetite. And then also sleep is, is also a big one, right? So 
coping with some of the symptomatology that can come from not just the diagnosis of cancer, but some of the treatments that are required for any kind of oncology is, is where we play a, a very significant role. Uh, oh. We have a lot of patients that come to us from, from the cancer centers throughout Ontario and actually the entire country. Oh, well, that's uh, good news. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, um, I appreciate uh, you taking my call and uh, advice, and um, uh, that is great. Uh, thank you again. Okay. Thank, thank you, you, Anne. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, we'll take one more here from Louie in Toronto. Hi, Louie. Louie? Louie, are you there? Louis. Lewis, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, ladies. I love your show. Great show. Very Thank informative. You. Thank you. And my question is, I have a friend that actually is, has arthritis, arthritis, and he's on a blood thinner. Uh, not an arthritis, any um, arthritis medication. I'm just wondering, could cannabis have to interact? I think medical cannabis interact. Is that safe with, uh, with, uh, on a blood thinner? Lewis, you've actually uh, hit the nail right on the head in terms of the importance of a consultation with a healthcare professional before going the route of medical cannabis, right? There are so many people who kind of just take this on independently and then call us afterwards and say something didn't work (laughs) or something went wrong. Now, there are certain medications that are contraindicated or should not be used when using medical cannabis, but that, again, that is the sole job of of the physician. He will go through your medical condition, which I'm assuming is osteoarthritis in this case, it would go through your medications. We'd find out exactly what anticoagulant the patient is on and find out if there is any inter, uh, you know, contraindications or, or interaction between these two medications, and then we can move forward with the treatment plan for that patient. Not all anticoagulants react to medical cannabis, so we have to find out more specifically which one he's on. Okay, Lewis. Okay, uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. They will stay safe, all of you. Thank you very much. You. you too. Uh, right now, I'd like to thank Dr. Arash Tagvai. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Libby. It was a pleasure. Okay, yes. And that's all the time we have for today. Remember, Free For All Friday is coming up tomorrow, and that's the day we talk about what you want to talk about. We'll talk then. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.